It's time again for the Scotty Johnny Podcast with your host, Scotty Johnny himself, John Barnett, and the ego himself, Cheddar Talk, Aaron Flottam, talking Wisconsin sports, NFL through D3, college hockey, doesn't matter. Two mics, two crusty vests, two opinions, one based in reality and one based in what do you bet on Twitter? With music by Delete Great Cars and Trucks. Here's John and Aaron. Welcome, welcome, one and all. Welcome into the Scotty Johnny Podcast. I'm your not-so-humble host, Jonathan Barnett, and with me, as per usual, I have Cheddar Talk himself, Aaron Lottom. Hey, John, what's going on, man? Uh, quite a weekend uh, this week in sports, I suppose. After the volleyball team was over, it was kind of a, I mean, Bucks, uh, Bucks Packers Saturday, but it's, it, did it seem a little quiet to you? It did. I mean, Christmas Day, or Christmas Eve, you got just nothing. <laughs> no, Christmas there Day, was nothing, especially with that college bowl game canceled. Yeah, so we had that. We've had college bowl games canceling on us. There's what three of them now have have yeah. completely canceled on us. So yeah, that's not great. But I mean, you know, keep people safe. Do what you got to do. I guess it's it's a rough thing to do though with with kids like this. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we got um, we had a good Saturday. We had Bucks Packers one followed by the other. They didn't have to stack them in one time. We, I mean, you missed kind of the end of the Bucks game. So I'm watching that on my phone. You know, right. while, while we got the Packer game going, but yeah. Oh, no. Well, and I and I still had uh, the lingering parts of uh, holiday uh, Christmas stuff going on, so I I barely caught any of the Bucks game. And next thing I knew, the Packer game was on, so that was <laughs> that, that made it a little rough. And initially, I was going to go to the game on Saturday. There's an outside chance I was going to go with friend of the show Pete. So I don't know how that would have worked because I still wasn't out of my Christmas duties at two uh, thirty in the afternoon. But anyhow, yeah. But otherwise, uh, good Christmas for you. Yeah, I mean it was. I mean, we got stuff and things. Ooh, we got a soda, <laughs> we got a soda, we got a soda stream. So oh. I'm happy about that. Yeah, oh, that we were kick. Yeah, we've been kicking that down the road because we didn't really want to get one because we didn't want to buy it, and then someone got it for us. Nice. So yeah, that was pretty sweet. That does sound fun. Um, we get well, the kids got an Oculus, which means you know we're all playing on the Oculus. Um, I got right. the what is it? The um, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, whatever challenge the quarterback thing you're just a quarterback you don't get to right. run anywhere you're just standing still basically but you're uh right you're reading the defense and trying to make some passes so it's kind of fun uh, I'm, it's crazy because are, are you just, like, overthrowing are you good like, enough crazy. to be in the nfl oh yeah it's totally i played high school level and i was whooping those kids i threw yeah, for I like did. i had a 109 rating and i threw for 548 yards or something and eight touchdowns sweet yeah, I could be a high school quarterback <laughs> now that I'm in my 40s. <laughs> right on. <laughs> yeah, found a fishing game too, so I can sit down and do that. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> so in, case, in case you're too lazy to get out and fish, here's a game where you can fish. Sweet. If I, if I cast a bobber into a lake right now, nothing's going to happen. <laughs> not yeah. at all. Well, I don't know. Don't down, skip across the ice, skip across the ice a couple times, but uh, the yeah. fish will look at the worm. So no, and the other thing, uh, um, the kids, uh, the kids got some sweet toys that I was playing with. Um, have you seen right. those uh, Mario Brothers Legos, where you can I set up the Mario Brothers run? And you get a little Mario, not. and it's the. Le- have you seen those? I have not. How have I missed it's this? Pre- it's pretty awesome. So you get these. Uh, it's 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 hard to describe, but you get these runs where it's like you get green pieces of grass and. Uh, uh, blue for water, red for lava, and you have a portal, and they have little UPC symbols on the top of them, 
and you like go it and that goes bloop, 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 bloop. you get the app on your phone and it's like it makes all the noises and he's got a little led thing on his chest and he can pick up as you're moving it across the board and like you defeat uh king koopa and uh some other stuff it's pretty awesome like, and so yeah what's That's that in legos in Legos, yeah, That's you just awesome. just look it up. It's really hard to describe unless you see it, and once you see it, it makes total sense. All so. right, sounds great. And, and the little Mar- and the little Mario and Luigi's, they have like LED eyes and an LED a symbol or LED little LED screen on their chest, so you can see what's going on. And they wince and they fall asleep and all sorts of other stuff. You can put them on a cloud and fly them around like they're on the cloud in Mario Brothers. It's pretty sweet. So <laughs> nice. All right. Well, with that and all the. Uh the fun stuff out of the way here we'll get everything going with what we like to call our main event starting things off with the main event all right so main event is packers right i mean yeah you've all been around here long enough you know the main event is packers um and this was (laughs) this is the second week in a row the packers have just like convinced you this was going to be a drubbing and then they stopped playing well before the other team did. Um, yeah. Jeez. Um, they, they, they beat the AFC East by a grand total of... Sorry, AFC North by North, yeah. East? No, they're AFC the North. North right. by, oh, Browns are... Anyways, yeah, three yeah. points total to beat those two teams. Yes. Yeah, Browns and them. And then the Steelers game actually got closer than it should have been, too. That game should have been a blowout. Um, right. And... Oh, the Bengals game. That was overtime, right? That was where everybody missed field goals forever. Uh, yeah. So oh, yeah. yeah. That's Yeah. Yeah. Mason, Mason missed an extra point in two field goals. Is that how that one worked? Oh, something like that. It was terrible. Just yeah. On and no, on all and the, on. the all the AFC games this year were really weird. Yeah, it was. It was strange. So I'm glad to be done with them. And in fact, the only thing we got left will be two division games. Uh, so that'll be interesting here. But. I guess the the um the big news here is just you know Aaron gets three touchdowns they get ahead early and then they don't do anything like they they got one good drive to start the second yep. half right and then they settled for a field goal and that was I don't know it was like a five and a half six minute drive it was nice right yes and right. then then the next thing you know they they're three and out they're three and out and in each of those drives um it just seems like like the Packers were saying nothing beats us deep. And they were playing so far off the ball. It was unbelievable the the right. way that, I mean, the cornerbacks this team has are good. And they've got Rasul Douglas and Eric Stokes playing seven yards off the ball on second and seven. It's like, why are you just, they're just insisting on giving up first downs. Uh, I mean, like, yeah. all you're saying is we think that's how it felt, long. didn't it? <laughs> yeah. It, it, it felt like we're pretty sure you'll just miss one of them. And then we'll be mm-hmm. there. I don't know. Um, right. So it's, yeah, it was. Well, I mean, I mean, Baker Mayfield didn't give him any reason to like make them think to. <laughs> eventually, <laughs> eventually, he was going to throw another pick. I guess. I mean, it, it was a complete lack of disrespect. It was complete disrespect for Baker Mayfield and just let him beat him underneath. But I mean, yeah, I guess didn't get beat. Did they get beat deep at all? I mean, except for Nick Chubb running uh, no yeah that was down even, the field for 30 40 yards at a crack but yeah and that wasn't a, a beat deep that was just they had um they they just did not get out that one i guess that that first one that 44 yard one to start things off that got 
the Browns ahead of the Packers. That did happen. Yeah. Um, that was a screen pass and kind of just horrible luck. In, in it was a perfect call for what was happening. You saw uh, Devondre Campbell coming off the edge on a planned blitz, so he comes off the edge and you know is on pass rush in a time when the running back is going out. You know, like he gets a hit on Campbell and then rolls out. Uh, sets up that screen. So immediately, the guy who you trust to beat that screen is your middle linebacker, and he's gone out of that play. Um, mm-hmm. I think that even got expanded because the cornerback tried to um, shoot. Who was that? Well, was it Douglas or shoot? Whoever uh, whoever it was. Cornerback tries to like duck low and dive around the lineman, and they called him for hitting a low block. What he's trying to do yeah. is get around him. He's not even trying to hit the lineman. He's trying to get away from him. Uh, without getting blocked, and so he's trying to work his leverage to get around him to the outside, and it, I guess he touched him, obviously, but weird call that set them up to get a, a gigantic play out of what was a big play already and gave uh, Cleveland the lead. So I guess with that one, I don't feel as bad about the uh, what looked like a defensive holding on the last pick because <laughs> that right. and on top of that, the amount of holding that just went completely ignored, but still... What do, you, what do you think about that? The, the pick, Rasul Douglas' second pick, which gives him, what, five on the season now. Yeah, uh, the second one, I get why the Cleveland receiver is upset. Um, right. I mean, it is it is too, but, I mean, uh, it's, you know, it, it, the thing is, too, if you go into the Twitter, the Twitter sphere, and yeah. a lot of rebuttals to that are pictures of um, Stephon Diggs getting drugged down by a Tampa Bay defender earlier this year, or... Alan Lazard getting drugged down by a Tampa Bay defender in the AFC or an FC championship game last year, or there's pictures upon pictures of DBs <laughs> dragging receivers to the ground and not getting called. Right. You know, everyone likes to think that it, it's such a, you know, that the cornerbacks get called immediately all the time. And it's not all the time, especially yes, there was um, a case there, a good case too. <laughs> And all the Browns <laughs> fans were like, even Browns fans weren't mad. They're like, it's the, we're the Browns. We expect this. Like, it's not like we, we're not even mad. Like we're not mad at the Packers. We're not mad at this is, this is us, you know? But uh, I mean, the, the only thing is, I think the reason why it was when, when you have the replay and the angles from up above and back behind, I mean, the, if you figure out where, who calls that one, the back judge or the umpire the umpires right up on the line, right? Um, I'm trying to think off where, where they, I, I forget I where, forget. but the, but either way. So, I mean, so his hand, he was probably in between his hand grabbing him was low and on the middle of the back or on the outside of the back. So it wasn't like up on the shoulder pads or a sleeve or, you know, it was, he was probably guard. You couldn't see it happen because his body was in the way. And I mean, it was pretty obvious, but the, what what amplified it was that Troy Aikman, who hates the Packers, um, obviously wanted that call and was going to make a big stink out of it. Uh, Troy, I rub my eyes with chlorine before I come on the air. Aikman, what is wrong with his eyes, by the way? That They're I always really. really bloodshot. It looks like I won't talk about it. But anyways, um, I mean, it, it, it is what it is, but you know... It, if it doesn't happen at the end of the game when Cleveland's trying to go in for the win, nobody cares. That's also true. The other thing I guess you could say about that is that happens right after the Cleveland 
offensive player immediately runs into Rasul Douglas and shoves him. And so it maybe there's like offsetting. I don't care. You know, I don't know. Because yeah. uh, he's really not supposed to be able to do that either. He's seven yards downfield and shoves the cornerback, which he's not technically supposed to be able to do. But I can understand being upset. But uh, and a lot of time, and a lot of people said yeah. that a lot of people said that there was a lot of hand fighting all game long, and that it happened yeah, on both there, sides. There definitely and was. They kind of just let them, and they just kind of let them play. So and I had no complaints on that earlier in the game. There was some hand fighting where they definitely got into hands of uh, several different receivers. Some of which, like um, Lazard, had that one one handed catch there. Where clearly, the other guy's guy's other hand. It's right. So in fairness, I mean, like it is something that they were allowing to happen all game kind of both ways. They were letting them play a little bit. So that's it is what it is. Lazard was having himself a game until the entire offense shut down for the second. (laughs) Right. Where they just decided to quit doing anything. And I don't the the, the two things I don't understand is how much the Packers in the last several weeks have been completely fine taking their foot off the pedal uh, in second halves of games, just letting things just kind of go. Um, and the other thing is it, just how the defense has decided that five yard passes are fine. Um, if we can just not give up 15, then everything will be cool and we'll just kind of hope for it. Uh, the way we hang back so much when we have so much talent at that cornerback position is, I don't know, it's lazy. It's just lazy. It just feels like Joe Barry is spending his time trying to say, like, um, my players will save me at some point. And. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll just kind of keep them back enough that eventually Douglas they'll make, will a, make a pick. Yeah, yeah, Douglas will make a pick, or Savage will come in there and do something, or maybe Campbell will read something really well, and then I'll look good because it'll work. And they keep showing these stats right. like the, hey, man, they're a whatever scoring defense. They don't give up yards, and that's mostly because the offense is on the field forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, time of possession saves that defense in terms of the just raw data numbers, right? Right. No, th- these teams are, I mean, it's McCarthyism at its finest. It really is. <laughs> if there's such a thing. I mean, it, the only difference between McCarthyism and Lafleurism is that Lafleur is winning the games. Otherwise, it, I mean, these last two weeks have really looked like what Mike McCarthy used to do. Hey, we're going to get out to this lead, and then we're just going to be like a fly in the cupboard and slowly die, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, it's it's it was hard to why I told you that like before we started this podcast, I said that Packer game yesterday after the pomp and circumstance, by the way, I wish I would have went to a sports book. And I'm not saying this like hindsight. I knew Lazard was going to catch that record breaking pass. I or the record oh, really? touchdown pass. I just knew it. Huh. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. They weren't going to let Devontae Adams have it. Well, they were they were they were giving him the Moss treatment. That I mean, that's been documented all year long. That Devontae Adams is getting the Moss treatment now, where there's two people following him everywhere. And I mean, Devontae. It wasn't until that first touchdown drive where they kind of went away. They, they did. I don't think they threw to. They, yeah, they threw to Devontae. Now that I think back on it, but like yeah. I don't think Cleveland was going to let it happen. And they've got Cleveland's got good cornerbacks too. They, so the defense yeah. is legit for for the Browns. That's the the well. When I say right. legit, I mean they are the 15th ranked DVOA defense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the Packers defense, I mean, like they're showing top 10 in all these raw data things. 22nd mm-hmm. in DVOA, 25th right. against so, the run. So, so once the so once that happened and uh, uh, Lazard caught the record, and then Devontae got his, and uh, who even scored the third touchdown? I don't remember. 
Um, give me a second. I'll, I'll find it. But it was, yeah. Just keep going. Like, yeah, they had my brains. My brain's not thinking. But anyways, after all that, and then like you said, the field goal to start the second half. You know, from that, from the the time of the the first touchdown to uh, Crosby's field goal, that was about it for excitement. Yeah. <laughs> was, that game was, especially after the field goal, that was a really dull game. Um, and outside of Nick Chubb just gouging the Packers. So, my God. Speaking so, of so teams just, from what's that? Uh, the other, there are two touchdowns to Adams. That's right. Adams had two touchdowns. Never mind. That's why it was brain farting. Anyhow, um, mark up Nick Chubb as to uh, players who will only ever play one game at Lambeau field as a running back and will get uh, a <laughs> huge ton of yards. I mean, that's like the, uh, the Heath Hoover. And, uh, no, it wasn't. Heath Hoover was a kid I went to high school with. He wasn't Heath. Who, but yeah. Who Brad Hoover. Brad Hoover from the Carolina Panthers who tore up the backup white running back ran for 160 yards or something like that against a, a, a Lambeau field. There's just this random thing of like random, a random smattering running backs who will ever play one game at Lambeau field and just absolutely tore it up. Nick Chubb just did that too. So, I mean, Chubb is legit a, though. Hoover, that was his only game. I know, but I'm just saying like, that's probably going to be Chubb's only game at Lambeau field. If you think about it, playing in the AFC North, unless right, he yeah. comes to an, a, an NFC team, that's, I mean, they won't, he won't, unless he's on the car, unless he's still playing eight years from now, which running backs don't, he will probably not play another game at Lambeau Field. Yeah. But, uh, uh, no, it was, uh, that was a tough one to watch. And then Rizul Douglas getting an interception, it was like, yay. And you can tell that dude hasn't played much and came up off the practice squad because he didn't know what to say in the post game interview. <laughs> well, the other like, I'm just, I'm just happy to be here. That was I mean, great. I'm there was, in shock. I'm in shock that I'm being interviewed in a post game. Eleven weeks ago, I was in Arizona on the practice squad. <laughs> like, well, and like Chandon Sullivan's pick saves him three points because that ball. I mean, like they're in field goal range already. Mm-hmm. So that one is that one was huge. Um, the earlier pick, obviously great. This one saved him more. I mean, they dropped like three other picks they should have had. <laughs> yeah, there was. Yes. Quite honestly, like <laughs> Stokes had one just hit him in the chest, I think. Yeah, I, I, did he, yeah he did that. I think he was already looking at the end zone, wondering what celebration he was going to be doing when he got there. Yeah. So that one. Because Stokes catches that one. No one's catching Stokes. Right. And he almost had the one also in the, the end zone on the two point. Mm-hmm. And we're just. I was watching with my my family and my brother Mike is like, we need to pick it off and return it here. You know, it's like two point conversion. Don't just stop them. Go get two points of your own. It's like, <laughs> what are you doing, Stokes? You should have not only caught that, but then go all the way. You know, I like, would love to see Stokes in the open field. I want to see how fast he is. I, I think, quite honestly, if he's closing in on a ball like that, where he's already moving full speed towards a ball and he catches it, I think he would have been gone because nobody mm-hmm. else would have would have caught him really because they'd have to turn that, around and start and then go. That's the one thing about these cornerbacks. You never really see how fast they are really because they're, they're covering, you know? So yeah, they have good closing speed and stuff like that, but it would be fun to see him get an, a pick and run it back and have to hit the afterburners. Cause I would like to see how fast <laughs> that kid is. I yeah, really would. That would be great. It's, I don't know. I guess I don't know what else you can say about this game. The Packers should have walked away from this team. They get four mm-hmm. picks, and the fourth one saved them from the possibility they were going to lose that game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just it, it's frustrating to watch this much talent. And, and granted, they've had obviously they're playing with one of their five starting offensive linemen. 
My God. Uh, playing against yes. a pretty good pass rush and trying to stay away from from uh, uh, Garrett there. And it's just like, yeah, just still, with the amount of talent on this team, something better should have happened. It right. ju- they just should have walked away from this team, and they, and they did not. So that's it's frustrating that way. It's going to be interesting seeing them play the Rams, or not Rams. I'm thinking Rams because they were just playing them as the the yeah. Vikings this week. Um, we were hoping the Vikings would actually win this last week because they were playing right. the Rams, or you know, yesterday or whenever we were you know had this, but they didn't. And so the team with the horns on the helmet lost to the team with the horns on their helmet. And uh, yes. <laughs> now the Rams are on top of the West, um, yes. and the Vikings are a losing team and not currently in the playoff picture. But this is the thing, too. I guess somebody's pointed out, look at the last several games for the Packers, and they'll be playing teams that are on the edge. I mean, they had the Rams who were fighting for a playoff spot. The Vikings, let's go back one more. Vikings who were who were hanging there in the bottom edge of the playoff teams, yep. followed by the Rams who were trying to get a one seed and were fighting to try to get that division lead, which they didn't have. Right. Um, the Bears, which they didn't weren't playing for anything. They were about to get their coach fired kind of game. But then the Ravens, right. who were, you know, they dropped from division leader to eighth place in the AFC. Yes. Uh, and from, can still win their division, but anyhow. Right. Yeah, they can. And then the Browns, the who were seven team. and seven and hanging on to the very bottom with the, just their chances of playoffs going away. We were playing, you know, that's four out of the last five games. Very hungry teams with a mm-hmm. lot to play for. And they're going to play the Vikings again this week. I mean, lost to him by three on the road, get him at home. And I think the Packers win this. Um, this game does make me nervous. Uh, the Vikings, I guess, first off, we'll see how healthy some of these players are. Uh, mm-hmm. Was Cook on COVID protocol? Is that why he missed? I'm trying to remember. Uh, I know he was out this last week. Madison just isn't Cook. He just, right. he just, he's not. Um, and let if, me go. Let me go look real. And quick seeing here. also what Thaland was doing, um, he he's dinged up as well, so he hasn't been healthy anyway. So, um, he he got hurt partway through that game and came back in and finished the game, so he did all right. But Jefferson's still good. This would be a great time to see uh, Jair Alexander come back to the Packers. I'm not saying it'll happen, but. God, it'd be good to see him soon. Um, we got a little, few more games under the belt for some of our guys there. We got Russell Douglas um, getting more playing time, feeling more comfortable in the back end there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I feel the Packers win this, but I don't have a high comfort level with it because they really should have beaten them last time and they didn't end up doing it. Uh, and the um, the soft style that they play on that back end of the defense only serves Kirk cousins, because if you can give him a clean pocket, he can do things. He's not a terrible quarterback. He's just not really good. Um, he's a guy who, you know, if you chase him around, he'll make a ton of mistakes and he'll cost his team the game, but the Packers need to get some pressure on him. I don't think Barry will do it. Cause I don't think he, I don't think he changes anything. I don't think he's, adjusting i haven't seen him adjust anything i haven't seen him make a team specific game plan yet and that bothers me you know <laughs> like why not i just love <laughs> sorry 
<laughs> I just love how everybody got on Aaron Rodgers about not talking about being vaccinated. And now we're finding out all these other players aren't vaccinated because they're missing games. Anyways. So well, the difference sorry, is they Jen, didn't say me. anything, I suppose. <laughs> I just, I, it's just, it's funny, but so sorry, excuse me and John, me and John have a little bit more Minnesota twin cities background than most, as we've discussed in the past. Mm-hmm. Listen to this, listen to this headline. Oh, by the way, Kel, uh, Delvin Cook did miss for COVID. Yeah, and I remember so, that. Yeah. You, you remember, you remember Suhan from the Tribune, right? A little bit, I guess. From the stars, from the Star Tribune. Desperate and shorthanded Vikings can blame betrayal by unvaccinated players. Oh, for God's sakes! That was Suhan's headline today. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I did hear um, on Twitter it was. Um, Florio put out something about like God, this was Viking going to prove fans are the worst. This was going to be the way of showing whether or not Kirk Cousins was actually doing his like totally locking himself in to protect himself from the virus rather than getting vaccinated because they're like it, it's almost certain you were probably a close contact to Dalvin Cook. You would have to think it'd be hard not to be, but is he? And apparently he's not because Kirk didn't miss any time. And uh, nobody, Delvin Cook, he's did. not a close contact with anybody because nobody likes Kirk no, Cousins. Nobody likes Kirk Cousins. You can watch <laughs> on the sideline. He's not a man that any of them want to follow anywhere. Like they're okay with him on the team, but he doesn't inspire <laughs> them to do anything. He's he's a weird cat. I don't think they particularly like him, but we'll see. Suhan, oh my god, <laughs> I don't know. So. My anyways, yeah. So to your point, um, yeah. As long as, as long as, as long as, yeah. I mean, Delvin Cook can do a number to their defense, just like uh, Chubb did. So hopefully that's yeah. not the case. I really hope that the last two weeks were just a case of um, playing against teams that they really had no skin in the game with. You know, like it's the Browns and the and the and the Ravens. They're good teams. You know, both have very good. I mean, the Browns maybe have the most talented roster in the NFL. Um, some would argue. I don't know how know, they keep this, losing. Like it's. Weird. I don't know. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, it, there's something very wrong with Baker Mayfield, and you could just tell by the way he was throwing. He was like throwing from his hip. He like, was definitely hurt, and he was playing hurt. He didn't arrive in Green Bay until a couple hours before the game. So yeah, right. there's something and, to be said for that. And I mean, and he was throwing the ball a la Bernie Kosar, like literally submarining it. Although he is not a submarine thrower like Bernie Kosar was. So um, I, I really think I, I think uh, along with that, um, just and the fact that the Packers still getting right. I mean, their their offensive line, bless their hearts. Josh Nyman is going to if I don't know what his contract situation, but that guy's going to get paid in the offseason because he is a legitimate so left tackle in this league. And half the reason why you didn't hear about Miles Garrett is because he was blocking him yeah. and doing a very good job on him. Because that guy is yeah. six foot seven inch of just he's got he doesn't have a gut on him. He's a big dude. He is a big athletic dude. And so, but they're still trying to get right with a lot of things. Still waiting on Bakhtiari to come back. Still waiting on Jair. Still waiting on uh, Zadarius Smith. Um, you know, players in, players out. And I, I really think the focus is going to come together this week. It's the Vikings. Um, and I, 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 Joe Barry had been doing well with this defense. This defense carried the Packers through a couple games earlier this season. Uh, I think it'll get right, and I'm not too worried about it. I think they're not going to allow the Vikings to beat them in two games because they've got the division wrapped up, but I don't think they're going to let the Vikings take two games from them. So, you know, Aaron Rodgers 
as much as he has the rivalry with the bears, he respects that rivalry. Um, like we do as fans, Mm -hmm. you know, as me and you do, but he hates the Vikings. He absolutely hates the Minnesota Vikings. Just he's, he's like kind of like the way he treats the rivals in the, the, the other teams in the division is how we treat the rivalries with them too. He's spot on. He just, he hates the Vikings. And because Vikings fans absolutely hate him. And this should be a game where the Packers use Rodgers and and let him go with that because this is a bad pass defense. Yes. Um, They got Harrison Smith and nothing else. Right. They're 21st, which makes them slightly better than us in pass defense, or that's rush defense, but they're 18th in pass defense, which is actually right around where we are. Their Mm -hmm. defense is 16th in the NFL. All right, in, mm-hmm. in DVOA, which is the one that's it, it matters more, just because that's an actual, you know, mm-hmm. measurement compared to other things. This defense can really be gotten, and the Packers' offense is number two in the NFL in DVOA. They should be able to go out there and take advantage of a ton of mismatches because nobody on that team can cover Devontae. Nobody. Like mm-hmm. uh, Cleveland has good corners, and they still give up ten catches for over 100 yards and two touchdowns to Devontae. Uh, and they, they knew they were going to him. Right. <laughs> and the the Vikings offense is 14th. Uh, so, I mean, like, yeah, their rush is actually uh, 25th and their pass is 17th. Does, I mean, they've missed Dalvin Cook a couple times this year. He's he's actually still fourth in the NFL in rushing yards. Um, yeah, I he mean, is. he is like 600 yards behind Jonathan <laughs> Taylor, but um king henry is still like eighth in the nfl too by the way that's how big of a lead he had when he got hurt sixth he is sixth he has 937 yards and yeah it's a weird year for (laughs) running backs played in like four weeks it's it's a weird year for running backs because like mark ingram is 10th in rushing hearts Mm -hmm. right now like oh yeah he got cut by a team and aaron jones is aaron jones is nowhere near the top and it's because he's not used as such no, um, yeah, I'm just I'm just looking at some of these names. You're just like, what is going on? Um, there are two quarterbacks with more rushing yards than Aaron Jones, um, Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a weird year looking at running backs. Um, so yeah, but still, Aaron I mean, Jones guess- is being used to do what he is to do, and that is to make plays. And and we've got Dylan Dylan uh, scratching up the yards, you know, the tough yards. So. This way it is. The only legitimate running back really in the NFL is Jonathan Taylor, who should be the MVP. But. Yeah, like Joe Mixon is second in rushing yards. That's mm-hmm. so weird. John, do you see Jonathan Taylor leads the league in rushes over 20 yards, over 30 yards, over 40 yards, over 50 yards, like at each increment the whole way down the field? Yep. He leads for most at every single increment. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Rough, he's like yeah. he's like prime Adrian Peterson right now. It's stupid. Yeah, he's doing great. Um. I think the biggest thing that's going to help the Packers this year is like our offense is so much better than their defense, and their offense isn't that much better than our defense. It is better, generally speaking, than our defense is and has been. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing that I think is a weird wild card that we have to pay attention to is that the Vikings are horribly desperate. They lose this game. I mean, that's it, right? They go 7-9, and nine, and then they're hoping an 8-9 and nine gets them in the playoffs somehow. And it's a lot of teams they're chasing. Because then they'll be, if they lose again, they could be two games back and done. I mean, it's entirely possible because there were a bunch of teams there and they could be just out this week. 
Well, yeah. per the usual, if you listen to their stupid fans, they're not completely out of it yet. Well, they're not. They really aren't. I and mean, they're I know. They're within reach of this thing, but they, they kind of have to win out, I think. And even then, they need help because, mm-hmm. yeah, they, they, they got to chase some teams here at this point. So it's a... It's a rough road they've got there, but it could make them very desperate. Um, and that could be trouble for the Packers because the Cowboys keep winning. That, that That's a team that yeah, has a do. tiebreaker on the Packers because they have a better yeah. conference record. Yeah, no, no thanks to the no thanks to the Washington football team last night. That oh, didn't show up. Holy smokes. Barely a football team. Wow. Yeah. Fights on the sidelines. That was, speaking of hard games to watch, jeez. Yeah. So I think the Packers win this, but I think it's going to be like a four or five point win. I think it's something like that because I don't think they're going to be, I don't know. Uh, they have the ability to just get out and run, just run away from this team, but they won't is my guess. That and, that and the Vikings, every single game this year has been within a score. Mm-hmm. So just like yesterday, yep. Um, they keep it close. They, they play hard. There's no doubt about it. Their team plays hard. It's just, they they don't give up. They haven't given up on Zimmer. I don't think it's just. I think they're a, a poorly coached and poorly staffed team. So I don't he's, expect it to be a blowout either. I, his I'd offensive say coordinator like, and defensive coordinator are just kids of head coaches from the NFL who right. just grew it's, up it's in the it. Biggest, just, it's just like any other. It's just like any other organization outside of the Wild from Minnesota. It's just a country club. They just keep hiring the same people over and over and over again, expecting different results. Yeah. Like I saw something yesterday about fire Zimmer, bring back Norv Turner. Yeah, because that's <laughs> going to fix it. I mean, that was a legit thing. You know, yeah. Norv Turner is like 83 years old, yeah, by the way. He's done. Uh, yeah, and, so, and he's retired on a boat somewhere in the Caribbean. Good for him. Leave him alone. You know, but, but, but yeah, leave him alone. But no, it's probably going to be like a, a 31 20. It's. It's going to be one of the two. It's going to be 31-27, 24-21 like yesterday or the, uh, the day before. Um, well, even though that one was 24-22. Anyhow, but or it's going to be 42 nothing at halftime like that one Bears game. That one Bears game. <laughs> um, the, the last thought I'll have on this is um, special teams look super average. You know, that Which was great. Good. That was amazing. That's great. I haven't That's... seen a lot of that. They were super average. Like they caught punts. They were turned one a little ways. Um, yeah, just no glaring mistakes. That's all I need out of this the special teams. They don't need to they don't need to kill it, but they do need to a, not kill us. A C minus will get you through college. <laughs> Fs won't. No, this is correct. Believe me, I know. All so right. yes, I'll take C minus. I'll take C minus. All right. The other half of our uh, Christmas Day Wonderland was the Bucks winning, which was actually their third in a row. Good. This this was the week for you, Aaron. Come on, I mean, like the Bucks got to play the Rockets, who for no reason we still want to <laughs> see get destroyed, even though they've given up on all the players who we didn't like. <laughs> Arden's uh, <laughs> not there. Westbrook's not there. Yeah. It's just a it's a bunch of it's a bunch of D leaguers and or G leaguers, and uh, I we don't I can't tell you two people. On the yeah, Rockets, yeah. Bucks just got ahead. D'Antonio is not their coach anymore. I still hate him. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no real reason for any of it. It, it was just, yeah. Um, let's. I'm trying to even they're think. Not, they're not. They're not. In our, they're not in our conference. They're not. Yeah, I'm just trying to even look at this. Like they got Tate, Wood, oh, they got Gordon, <laughs> Matthews, Brooks, Garuba. Yeah, no, this Nwaba. Jeez, 
Oh, there's DJ Augustine on the bench for them. That's well, there we go. I know uh, Gordon and him. Okay, so I know two people on that. Yeah, Bucks got out ahead and stayed ahead in that one. It wasn't that interesting. The next one, the Mavericks, the the Bucks decided to make us worry through halftime just just to mess with us. And then they started walking away with it. Um, Mm -hmm. Middleton with 26 to lead the way. I mean, for one thing, they don't have. Giannis not on there at all. He didn't play. So the starting five is Middleton, Noara, Boogie, Holiday, and Connington. Boogie. <laughs> That's so good. I just want to say Boogie. And the Boogie Holiday. Know, right? The Boogie Holiday. That sounds good, too. That should be an album somewhere. Um, <laughs> and it would be better than that Mariah Carey Christmas album that needs to go away. Just make it go away. Oh, my God. It needs to go away. All, I, all, I, all I want for Christmas is for that album to die in a hole. It wasn't good in the 90s. Why is it like nostalgic now? It wasn't good then. It's just terrible. Uh, but yeah, good games all around. They get what uh, 16 points off the bench though for mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so then they get a 102-95 win. Not horribly exciting, but it's enough to get it done. Giannis comes back for the game against the bu- uh, the <laughs> for the Bucks against the Celtics on Christmas Day. Uh, he has a big 36-point game coming back. Um, this is a fun little startup, too. Like uh, Giannis, Middleton, Holiday, uh, Allen, who only gets two points in this game, and then Boogie mm-hmm. at center to start it off. So that's nice. Uh, DiVincenzo right. back in the game, uh, one of two from three. That was his entirety of his uh, contribution in terms of scoring. But he was plus right. 13 out there, which is pretty great. Giannis was actually a minus one in his plus minus. That's hmm. crazy to me. Um, he was playing pretty well. Well, they were, they were, I mean, they were down big in the first half. What was yes, the score at halftime? It was um, uh, six, 62 to, to 47. Yeah. They're down and, 15 at the half. Well, they outscored him then <coughs> 43 to 32 in the third. Like, and they made it a game again. They were still down by thirteen for right, and then they held them to there. nine. Then they held. They only scored twenty seven in the fourth. Only twenty seven in the fourth, right. but they held them to nineteen in the 19. fourth. Yeah, that's yeah, and so that's vintage, that's kind of vintage what they were doing last year too, like big third quarters and then shutting down the fourth. So, and and here's the thing that helps too. Like they're getting sixteen from Portis off the bench. They're getting nine from from Wesley Matthews off the bench. Uh, right. Five more from Hill off the bench. I mean, Allen doesn't give him much, but Boogie gives them nine, 17 from Holiday, 36 from, from uh, Giannis. They had some interesting lineups this week. Oh, here's the other one with with um, the starting lineup against the Mavericks. I love this one. Mm-hmm. So Middleton, Noara, Boogie, Holiday, and Connington. It's like, geez, <laughs> what is going right. on? So, but, I mean, they still get. What, was, that the, was that the Mavericks game where yeah, yeah. Noara put that guy on his butt? I think that was. And then he did the little, oh, I'm falling down. Look, the thing on the way back down the floor. Right. No, he put he put the guy on his butt on a fake step back three-pointer. Yeah. And yeah, I think that, that was a Mavericks game because we were talking about it at the office. And then, but the crazy thing about Noir is he didn't even see the game on Christmas Day. Yeah. That's, that is a little he weird. He was a DNP. He he's, he's played, I don't know, he's played well enough to get, to get that time and it's just nice to have them out there you need to get some more rest for these guys it seems like the plan last year and hopefully the plan again this year is Mm -hmm. make sure you're ready for the playoffs because this doesn't matter that much i mean the bucks are what they're a game back of chicago right now oh Mm -hmm. man but i don't care 
I don't care if they don't win the division. I'm not well, it is. Cri- well, you know, in our mantra of get back to me at Christmas, we got to start paying attention now because it's now it's Christmas. <laughs> yeah, twenty two and thirteen, one game back yeah. on a three game winning streak. Um, Chicago is twenty one and ten. So yeah, right. um, Bucks get the Magic next coming up this week yet. So that'll be that's one they should really win. Um. I'm just trying to look who's yeah, the Bucks the have Bucks have four four more games than the Bulls and the Nets. Gosh. Yeah, the next one. So that so that means that they're that means that they're going to be playing more down the stretch too. Two games against Orlando in a row. It looks like so December 28th and 30th, they're playing in Orlando for both. That's a strange scheduling blip. Um, then New Orleans and Detroit at home. They should thump both those teams. Uh, Toronto, they're better than, but we'll see how that goes. And then the next big one will be Friday, January 7th in Brooklyn. Stupid and then they got two in a row against Charlotte. How does that work? That's weird. Well, it's o- o- obvious. It's John. It's obvious. They're just trying not to be in Milwaukee in the wintertime. <laughs> Why not? It's beautiful. Two, two in a row in Orlando and then two in a row in Charlotte. Hey, that's a good way to beat the, that's a good way to get the, beat the cold. I'm trying to see what they got against the Bulls because those are the ones they're going to make up. They've only got like three more games against the Bulls, it looks like. I mean, that's who they're chasing. They want to get those games. Uh, January 21st, Bulls at home at Bulls on March 4th. And then Bulls at home March 22nd. Oh, I'm sorry. And then the 5th of April, they're in Chicago. So four against the Bulls, two home, two away. So that'll be mm-hmm. that's that's gonna be the one to watch from here on out because I don't see anyone else in this division doing anything to them, mm-hmm. and um, I think they'll be fine against whatever else they got. I think they're gonna do all right. We'll just have to see what the Bulls doing. It's it is surprising seeing this Bulls team pull out the way they have. Uh, also seeing that um, that that uh, Cleveland team, that one I still don't understand. It's just how did that happen? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to ask. I'll have to ask about that one. Yeah, that team came out of nowhere. It's a bit surprising here. Um, we're moving on to looking at other things coming up in terms of basketball. The Badgers didn't get to play this week, and I don't think Marquette got to play this week either because, well, no, Marquette had the loss against um, UConn. UConn, the resurgent UConn, who are now 10-3 and three overall and 1-1 one and one in the Big East. Um but yeah, no. Uh, Marquette, zero and two in the Big East, eight and five overall now, losing to UConn, uh, and then they had a game against St. John's uh, postponed. Badgers had a game against um, Morgan State postponed. Then I think they got another fill-in game against George Mason, which then also didn't happen. So very strange. Uh, next thing they yeah, got that was up- that was a really weird. Th- what was that last Thursday? Because they were yes. supposed to play, they're supposed to play Nickel State in the first place. They did play Nickel State. They didn't play because that was last week. We talked about that. Them beating oh, Nickel yeah. State. Well, who were they matter. supposed to play? First Morgan State. Then, then they were supposed to play Morgan State. Morgan State lost them, which is Morgan, which is not a state. Also, not and state then uh, then they was replaced with George Mason. It, it makes you wonder, like, so some of these teams like George Mason, and then like some of these bowl teams, like the whoever is playing Hawaii in the Hawaiian Bowl, like they called that. <laughs> game that day yeah did they fly those players to that place only to have it canceled yeah i don't know yeah they had that that's i mean that's really messing with the kids like was george mason in town when they called the game 
I don't know. The, the Memphis team, they flew they don't, they the whole team to Hawaii. They usually don't fly the day of. They fly the day before. Yeah, they flew the whole Memphis team to Hawaii for the bowl game and then had to get them back. Just like, all right. Right. I mean, that's fine. If you're giving free trips to Hawaii, I'll, I'll go too. But Right. Yeah. But. Badgers get one more. Illinois State, again, that's not a state. Um, not a real state. So, <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, the Redbirds, the Illinois State Redbirds. I know that one. Uh, where, where are they from? That's they're down like central Illinois area. They're not far are from they, Peoria, from what I remember. Are they Sh- Champagne Brana? I don't think they are. Um, I'll, look, let's, I'll look it up. Don't worry. I got it. Oh yeah, we'll find this. Illinois State. Ooh, Illinois normal. first. They're normal. That's the terrible name for a city in Illinois. Normal. Because um, mm-hmm. no. Uh, but yeah, they'll beat them. The big one coming up after that, though, they're going back into Big Ten play, and the Badgers will be playing Purdue, whose one loss is that weird, ridiculous game against Rutgers. Um, mm-hmm. They got a lot of guys. Holy God, they got four different guys who are averaging at least 11 uh, per game. Um, their center is averaging 14.4 and 7.5 rebounds and 1.4 block shots a game. He's, I mean, he's shooting 71.6%. He's the center. Uh, that's Zach Eady. Uh, they got forward uh, Trevion Williams, who leads the team in point. Or I'm sorry, he's uh, sorry. Jaden Ivy leads the team in points. Trevion Williams leads the team in rebounds. He gets eight point nine. He's a he's one of the forwards, but Ivy leads him in sixteen and a half. They got a bunch of guys who can score. They they play good all around. Man, um, <laughs> Jaden Ivy shoots forty four point six from three. And then Sasha Stefanovic. Now, that's the name of a man who shoots threes. Uh, and he shoots at a 43.7% clip. So, yeah, they got a bunch of guys who can shoot. They got a bunch of guys who can play. This is a good, good team. I don't expect the Badgers to play and win this game. I expect them to play this game, not to win it, though. Um, mm-hmm. Not both those things. They will play in it, but I don't see them winning. Uh, that's going to be a tough, tough game. It's going to be a really good way to judge kind of where they fall. I think putting them, I mean, they're at like 24 right now. They're ranked 24. That's kind of where they belong, somewhere in that area, but they're not going to be a Big Ten champion contending team. they got a lot of decent guys with good talent and one guy who's a great talent, and they can do enough with that, but Purdue has several guys who are good, who are great talents. So, yeah, that's going to be a rough game coming up for them. Marquette, uh, they're going to get Creighton. Creighton Blue Jays, who are nine and three and one and zero in the Big East, that's a team I think they can play. I think they can beat that team. Like I said, the biggest thing Marquette needs to do is figure out a way to score. I mean, they lose 78 70, uh, 80 to seventy one, sixty seven sixty six. Uh, they're, they're playing with some of these teams, but they just they can't get that much. I think if they could put up seventy five against Creighton, they're going to win that game. But I don't know where the scoring is going to come from. They get Marcel. And even he is more of a, a, a defensive guy. They want to tr- try to get those transition points and get up and down the floor because they want to turn defense into offense. But uh, they need to find ways to really just you know, just turn a, a, a simple half-court set into something that will get them points more frequently because they're not getting enough done. They're taking up a bunch of time on the shot clock and not getting it off. It's like, um, it's like old uh, Tony uh, Bennett basketball except for you don't make the shot <laughs> you know so like to see a little bit more from Marquette so hopefully they can pull it around they get Creighton 
Then they got a tough one against Providence, who's 11 and one, and Providence um, beat Wisconsin earlier this year, so that could be a rough one. This is 21st ranked Providence Friars, but Creighton, Providence, Georgetown um, get two out of three there, and I think they'll they'll start setting up for something a little bit better. It's a young team who's going to get on the grow here, and you know the Big 12 or Big East is not the Big Ten. Um, I mean, the top ranked team in the Big East this year right now is. 21th ranked, 21st ranked uh, Providence. 21th. I can't believe I said that. 21th? Yes. Yeah. You should have attacked Creighton. me immediately for saying 21th. No, I was just uh, two things. Uh, Cre- <laughs> Creighton, which I did not realize was in Omaha until I accidentally oh, yeah. drove on the campus of Creighton when I was in Omaha. I thought Creighton was some East Coast school because it's in the Big East. Right. So but it's not con- yeah. confusing. And uh, I figured out why I don't like Mike Zimmer even more now. <laughs> okay. Did he go to Creighton? Because no, he went to Illinois State. Oh, because when after we looked up where it was, I was like, "Oh, notable alumni." Oh, Mike Zimmer. Okay, yeah. who's from Illinois? He's from Illinois. Oh, so geez. that's why we don't like Mike Zimmer. Yeah, normal Amongst other things. Not normal. <laughs> not normal. No. <laughs> uh, how, however, uh, Packer uh, Packer great Mike Pryor also went to Illinois State. So, oh, I saw a dude wearing a Mike Pryor jersey at a game earlier this year, and I was like. Oh my gosh! Look at this, dude. Oh my this God, is are amazing. You me? <laughs> I was like, Mark that was Pryor. back in the days when not. That's back in the days when not every player had a jersey made that you could buy. <laughs> right. So I was like, you went out right. and got a prior jersey made. That was that's fantastic. Right. That is good awesome. on you. Um, yeah. Fortunately, we don't have a whole lot else to say other than those things. We, I guess, let's get into the. Well, we'll get into the fact that we've got a bowl game coming up here. And mm-hmm. we'll get you our, our kind of preview on what this this is likely to look like here. But um, I think the big thing is just going to be the, the Badgers running game is way better. Um, and the other thing that's really hurting is Arizona State is going to be playing without their best running back. They're going to be playing without their uh, top two corners. And uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, what are you going to do after that? They got a running right. back who got a thousand yards this year. He's not playing. Um, he's going to the NFL instead. That's uh, Rashad White, Chase Lucas, okay. and Jack Jones. Their top two corners opted out. I believe their starting center is injured, and so mm-hmm. I mean they lose their best offensive player and two of their their better defensive players. Right. Um. Yeah, that's a rough one to walk into at that point because. They're already kind of an average defense. Um, they're somewhere around right. like thirty fourth against the run, and in the mid twenties, late twenties. I, I didn't look that in terms of the pass, but they're actually going to be worse than that because they're not going to stop the pass as well as they usually do because their top two corners are gone. <laughs> so right, um, and the Badgers are bringing everybody because uh, you know Badger, these Badger people are just Badger guys. They want to play football. They're going to go mm-hmm. out there and do that. I'm sure someday that won't be true. I'm sure there'll be a point where somebody's just like, I don't want to get hurt. I'm going to the NFL. And there's right. guys on this Badger team who are going to the NFL, but you know they're going to stay and finish the season. Um, and so that itself is just such a weird turn of events in college football. I get it. I mean, I get mm-hmm. it. I mean, that's their call. I'm not going to criticize them for it. It's just interesting and strange. Well, who was the first? Was it Christian McCaffrey? Was the first big name that really did that one? 
Was yeah, he the one that year, kind of started? I'm trying to remember who else. There were a couple other players who did it that year, but he was the first like right. real big name that did this. Right. But yeah, it's so that's really good. I think, it was bigger, I think it was even a bigger thing because his dad, Ed, came out and like was very vocally behind him on it. I yeah. want to say. Yeah. It's rough. Either I guess way, right. there's part of me that in my head, I'm like, you walked away from your teammates. What does that mean for you going to the NFL? I mean, you're putting you ahead of your teammates, but at the other end, you're done. You're not playing for a national title. These guys aren't playing in that particularly prestigious bowl game. Uh, it's like, yeah, um, you're going to go off well, to do I, your job. You know, that's I, fine. I, I, listening, listening to a podcast last week with uh, uh, Ben Lieber from uh, K, when he was at K-State and Tommy Olsen, who played for the Gophers, they were talking about bowl weeks. And bowl weeks, you know, like the whole thing, like it. if you make a bowl, uh, you know, it's, it's three more weeks of practice yeah. for a bowl game that means nothing especially when you're a senior and you're just mailing it in anyways <laughs> and i mean they they basically both said that like their senior year bowl game like they were half-hearting it through the game anyways just trying not to get hurt That's you know because what's the point they were both playing in some random you know like the mm. insight bowl or something like that so it's just like you know so it, at that point it almost takes on like a, a a pro bowl kind of feel you almost think you know so especially like and if you think about like legitimate players who towards the end of their career their senior year you know were just trying to make it through those games without getting hurt i mean you can't hardly blame them and i don't think they're necessarily being bad teammates like if if you were to step out of a, a national championship game or a playoff game for the national championship then i would because then you're still playing for something actually tangible not just, you know, the Duke's mail bowl, you know, did J did Jonathan Taylor play in that game last year? Yes. Well, last year he, oh was, he was, he was in the, the, he was a rookie last year. The year, Sorry. Be the year before. Yeah. He played in every game. He played and okay. started and went through the whole game. He didn't ever pull up or do any of the other stuff. And it's like, I get that. But I mean, seriously, if you're going right. to half-heartedly go through the last game of your season, I mean, that's, where you show people that in a final game against a completely new uh, team and stuff, you can still do those things. You want to try to show that. This is why Ben Lieber was a third round draft pick and not a second round is because he half hearted it through a bowl game, I guess. But uh, well, I guess, and that should have said something about Christian McCaffrey. Cause if he was so scared about being injured in a bowl game, then you should have known, Hey, this dude gets injured a lot. Maybe we shouldn't put a lot of money into this guy. Sure. He has gotten hurt a lot since then. I, I could have told you that. I could have. I could have told you that two years ago, especially when I had the first draft pick in our draft <laughs> last you year. You did this to him. Yeah, and it, well, no kidding. And oh, hey, look. Uh, well, what was it? I took Saquon Barkley instead of him, and they were both still injured by week four. Like I may as well have just taken Aaron Rodgers with the first overall pick. Like that's yeah. where I was. Remember, was that what it was? Yeah something. But either way, but I mean, it's like, and everyone's like, "Oh man, I, I can't believe this happened." I mean. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, the one hand is that's you say, look, he wants to go do his real job. And I get that. That's yeah. perfectly fine. But the mm -hmm. other hand, you say, like, man, if you're a professional, you finish your season. And so I don't know. I mean, my big thing is, I guess, at the end, what outweighs all of it is, is people get to make their own decisions. They get to walk away and go to the NFL when they want to. And I'm not going to judge people for doing that. I don't <laughs> think that there's anything mm -hmm. wrong with that. And that's just how you roll. I think Braylon Allen's going to have a big game. Um, mm -hmm. playing you know, warm and on good turf, and they're going to mm -hmm. go out there, and I think they'll beat them by 
two touchdowns. Just and they're playing in the they're playing in the Raider Stadium, right? Yeah, I think so. I think that's okay. right. So, so I believe that's actual it? grass, but they they put it out and they water it, and keep it out in the sun, and then roll it in, kind of like the Arizona Stadium. They they roll the entire field out and then back. Correct. Yeah, <laughs> but I was just saying, no. So that's a that's a big stadium. Holy smokes! So that'd be fun if they did something like that again. Well, I'd think about it in a different year where I had time to go do that. That'd be kind of fun to do because not young kids and more money yeah i know it would be it'd be i believe me it crossed my mind also too like it's right after christmas and in this household we have five birthdays between thanksgiving and christmas including my (laughs) wife and sons right before christmas and then it's christmas and so right now my debit card is gasping (laughs) well nice thing is getting to las vegas is fairly cheap generally speaking compared to other places because they get uh, like supplemented there the pay is Right. Part of the flight is paid for by the casinos hoping you'll come there. Right. Um, right. So, yeah, but, but you can get but in there this, pretty easily. But, but this year, too, like that was another thing that they were talking about on one of the shows that this year, Vegas is insane for rooms. Like it is not cheap to stay in Vegas right now, oh. despite all the hotel rooms, because everybody we'll say is, is going. Go to Pop Slots, play that game, get get those coins, and then eventually you can you turn those into, you know, discounts on rooms and stuff whatever right so, yeah, <laughs> it's just kind of a fun little game anyhow then don't don't pay real money for anything so that's it's just kind of fun um yeah so that's where we're at that the only other things i guess we have in wisconsin sports right now is um badger hockey men's hockey will be playing the holiday classic uh brought to you by quick trip and they'll start off by playing yale uh, in a couple days here, and then after that, they'll play the winner of the Bowling Green State University Falcons and the Providence Friars, uh, the holiday face-off, uh, and that'll be at Fiserv. So that should be fun too. So if you're in the Milwaukee area, there there will be big time hockey going on there, and that should be interesting. My guess is Yale wins it. I guess I don't know. That's my guess. I think it's be Yale Bowling Green State, um, and then Yale beats Bowling Green. That's my prediction, but I don't know. We'll see how it goes. If the Badgers can finally pull that off, that would be a lot of – they would require a lot of growth from a lot of young guys to be able to get some of that done. They have not seen a lot of that yet. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't have a lot of faith in this men's team this year. They lost a ton of NHL talent last year. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Other than that – uh, it, it happens when you're a good team. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, WIAC basketball right now, UW Platteville, a uh, traditional power, uh, coming in. They are 11 and 0 right now, 2 and 0 in the WIAC. Uh, UW Oshkosh, the Titans are also 2 and 0, as is Whitewater, who's not normally a big basketball school. Oshkosh, if you remember, two years ago won the national championship. Uh, they're 10 yeah, and they they're 10 and 1. Uh, lacrosse is 9 and 2. Both those losses are in the WIAC. Um, also winless, uh, River Falls, Stevens Point, uh, Stout and Eau Claire in there at one and one. So beginning early D3 basketball there. We don't have anything else. I didn't see any new scores in terms of wrestling just yet, but we will try to keep you updated on wrestling, especially. Uh, you know, the Is young... UW Spear not the WIAC for basketball anymore? Uh, I don't see them on the list for basketball. Maybe they don't play basketball. They might not. Kind of like lacrosse. Apparently, <laughs> they, used to have a hockey team, but does has not in any time I've ever looked at them. So yeah. They, they, oh boy. Yeah. Oh, th- oh my my alma mater. Oh dear. Oh my. Oh dear. Oh, dear. oh my. What I love here is um, <laughs> this week, 
Yibby River Falls will be playing Whitman College out there in Walla Walla, Washington. Walla Walla. I just want to say that. Um, uh, and uh, UWSP will be playing in Willamette, Oregon. It's not Willamette, Oregon. It's Willamette, Oregon uh, in Salem. Wait, Salem, Oregon. Why does it say Willamette and Salem? That's weird. Either way, they're going to be playing out there, so that's kind of fun. I just remember it's Willamette, damn it. And uh, I, learned, <laughs> I learned that from the Tony Kornheiser podcast, so that's pretty fun. But yeah. You know what? You know what? I One I just learned the other day? What's that? Chicago way. Oh, Chicago way. Okay. That's a good that's one. That's how you actually pronounce Sacagawea. Oh yes, Chicago way. That's how they yeah, would. That's how they. That's how they would have pronounced it. Chicago way. Chicago way. I've heard. But yeah, either way. Yeah, um, anyway. I don't know. We'll ask her someday. But um, <laughs> <laughs> when we're yes. all when we're all together again up in the sky. <laughs> when we're all together in the clouds. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I think what else there there is actually a website where they have somebody from every Wisconsin city pronouncing that city as someone in that city would would say it so you can actually go yes. and figure out how to say names of wisconsin cities like you know oconomowoc or waukesha wanakee you know things like that wakasha alloway <laughs> things like that yes. swamico <laughs> all right mm-hmm. that's all we've got for everybody this week thank you again for joining us it's been um, a fun week of wisconsin sports hopefully we have um less exciting week of wisconsin sports and something just chill to talk about next week as we get ready for looking ahead to the lions game and all those other fun things on the horizon but uh thank you for joining us and um uh, just remember you can follow us i don't think we said it up front unfortunately i apologize but you can follow this show on twitter at scotty johnny pod you can follow me at not so humble host and you can follow aaron at cheddar talk and remember whether you are on the town or on the go it is always on wisconsin this has been the scotty johnny podcast remember to find the boys on twitter at scotty johnny one or online at scottyjohnny.com thanks for listening and on wisconsin